welcome aboard today. Oh yeah, we get a great day going on here in sunny New England. Glad you're with us today. New Hope Radio, 1590 on the AM dial. 92.7 FM, we're there too. Also Facebook and YouTube on New Hope Radio. Love to be with you every day. Trying to monitor the social media aspect of New Hope Radio. Try to get that going. There we go. All right, got a good topic today. We're going to look at Jesus. (laughs) We try to do that every day. We're going to look at the two sides. The two sides of Jesus. You know there's two sides to him? Call it two natures. We're going to see how they play an important part in our lives as well. Going to welcome Jeannie and Doreen already checking in here on New Hope Radio. You know, this is an important topic. I'm going to tell you why. I notice the preaching in the modern church today, it's no longer about Christ. It's not Christ-centered, you know that? Have you noticed that a lot of the preaching today, it's man-centered? We don't hear a lot of teachings about Jesus, his life, his parables, his character. You know what we hear? We hear a lot of teachings about ourselves, about our happiness. Oh, how to be successful, about our desires, how to be blessed. People in the modern church, they're not learning about Jesus. talking about the big mega churches too the guys with the tv shows the guys with the national radio shows they're not teaching about jesus isn't that what church is about it's about learning about the lord that's what it's for here's why we need to learn about the lord we are not our hope We're not. In spite of how good or maybe not so good our lives may seem to be, (laughs) our hope is in Him. Our hope is in Christ. That's the only place that we can find our hope. So today we're going to take the most authentic and genuine look at Jesus Christ that we possibly can. And I believe, yeah, this is important because Many people see him in so many different ways. Have you noticed that? Some see him as a good teacher. Oh, some say he's a prophet. Some see Jesus as a good old uncle who never gets angry. Some see him as a judge. He's always angry. And some see him as the savior of the world. That's the best way to see him. See him as the savior of the world. Doreen said modern churches seem to give motivational speeches instead of preaching about the Lord Jesus. It's so true. That's what I'm saying. It's all hype. I I try to put on Christian television, some of these national guys, so I can learn something about Christ. And you know what I learned? Nothing. I don't learn anything from them. It's all hype. It's all hype about how to better yourself, but it's, wait a minute, let's learn the Word of God. If you learn the Word of God, 
you will better yourself. <laughs> That's why we learn the Word of God. So the question today, how do you see Jesus? How do you see him? One little boy said, we can't see him. But he's the one who opens the doors at the store. <laughs> Must be those electric doors, right? But he's more than that. Oh, he's more than the one that opens the doors at the store. Jesus Christ came with a mission. And during that mission, he was asked by Philip in John 14. He said, Lord, show us the Father. And that's enough for us. And Jesus said to him, get this now. He who has seen me has seen the Father. A big part of the mission of Christ, besides providing atonement for the sins of the world, was to reveal God the Father. That was a big part of why he came, to show us what God is like. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, it tells us God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days he's spoken to us in his Son. So Hebrews is saying in the Old Testament, God spoke to the people through the prophets about himself. Now he speaks to us through his Son about himself, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. Yeah, okay, that solves the question, how did the world get here? Christ made it. End of discussion. And you know what else it says about Jesus? He's the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his nature. And he upholds all things by the word of his power. What holds the creation together? The word of Christ. And it says, when he had made purification of sins, in other words, after the atonement, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Are you kidding me? Jesus finished his mission. I just saw a post on Facebook and I shared it. The Pope, the Pope said Jesus failed as a man. You know what my comment was? That's the spirit of the Antichrist. I'm telling you, that's the spirit of the Antichrist. To take anything away from Christ and who he is and what he's done, that's the spirit of the Antichrist. And it's in the world today. As John said 2,000 years ago, it certainly is. So Jesus is the radiance of God. It means he's the outshining of God. He's, he's the brightness of God. He's not a reflection of God's glory. He's the outshining of God's glory. It's like you can't look at the sun, but you can see the rays in the atmosphere. You can't look at God, but you can see Jesus in the world. When you look at Jesus, you know what you see? You see, that's right, the evidence of who God is. Jesus is the true light that comes into the world. Yeah, Doreen said, wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah, about the Pope. Yeah, hey, listen. I don't have any expectations from religion, let me tell you. I have absolutely zero expectations from any 
religion. Don't expect any truth to come from a religion. It's not going to happen. It only comes from the Word of God. So in verse 3, he's the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his nature. Now that word representation, I like it. It's a Greek word, character. C-H-A-R-A-K-T-E-R. And what is that character? It's a tool for engraving. It's a stamped figure. Okay, let me give you a little illustration. How many of you have ever played with Silly Putty as a kid? I don't know if Silly Putty's around anymore. But in my day, it was a toy. And it was like clay. And you could stretch it and mold it. And what we would do, you'd put a coin, you'd stick the coin in the Silly Putty. And then you'd take it out. And you had the exact imprint of the coin in the Silly Putty. Right? Well, that's what Jesus is to the Father as far as our human sight goes. He's the exact image of God the Father. That's why he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He's the exact representation of who God is. And it says he's the exact representation of God's nature. Now, here's where we're going to see the two sides of Jesus. The word nature is the word hypostasis. Hypostasis. It's the word substance. You might have heard the theological term hypostatic union. And what is that? It's a union of two natures in Christ. We have the divine nature and we have the human nature. That's why I call it the two sides of Jesus. Okay? On one side, he's the exact image of God. On the other side, he's man, as one of us, the hypostatic union. See, isn't it better learning about Christ than getting all pumped up through a motivational speech that has nothing to do? Maybe it has a a slight reference to the Word of God. Oh, here's a scripture. Here's a scripture that'll back up what I'm saying. Isn't it better to learn all the scriptures? to learn about Christ and everything you can about him, that's what's going to change your life. What changes your life is learning about Christ, not being motivated by some personality that might throw in a scripture alongside to pump you up. It's not what church is about. Church is about worship. It's about total focus on God. It's about lifting up Christ. You know what it is? It's about lessening ourselves and lifting up Christ. In the modern church, what we're doing is we're lifting up ourselves. Tired of those churches. Tired tired of churches where there's no cross. A lot of churches today. Where's the cross? I don't see it. I don't see a cross on these TV churches. Where is it? Hiding. Why? It's offensive. Well, guess what? The cross is offensive. (laughs) It is an offense. That's why we have three of them in our church. Boom, 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 three. One on the left, one on the right, one in the middle. Why? Because it is offensive. But it's only offensive to those that don't understand it. 
to us. It's the power of God. As Paul said, it's the power of God. So what is Jesus? He's the exact image of God, and he's one of us. The hypostatic union. The outshining of God embodied in human form, and yet without loss of deity. See, Jesus isn't half God and half man. He's all God, and he's all man. That's what he is. He's complete. Janine said, yeah, he's my peace and my joy. I find, I find peace and joy in Christ. And that's true. So the more you know Christ, the more peace and joy you're going to have. If you just know him a little bit, you're only going to have a little teeny-weeny bit of peace and joy. But if you know him a lot, oh, you're going to have a whole lot of peace and joy. No matter what goes on around you, you're going to have more and more peace and joy. Someone says, well, what does that have to do with me? It's got everything to do with you. It gets very personal. Studying about Christ is a personal thing. Because you know what the Bible says? He upholds all things by the word of his power. To uphold means to hold up. So he not only holds up everything, but he also holds us up as well. He holds the creation together, and he maintains it, and he holds us together as well. Colossians 1.17 says, He's before all things, and in him all things hold together. Guess what? <laughs> We're part of that all things. If you know the Jesus who can hold the whole physical world and the whole universe together, then you know the Jesus who can hold you together. Even in your trials and testings, in your worries and your wonders, in your tears and your fears, in your successes and your joys, Jesus told people how important they are to him. That's why we need to learn about him. Doreen said, I love the cross. It's a reminder of what Christ did for me. It's true. That's why the cross isn't jewelry. The cross is a reminder of the suffering of Christ so we could be free. I don't like it when these rock stars wear these big one-foot crosses on their shirts or these rappers. They think it's cool. I'll tell you what, it's going to be their judgment. It's going to be their judgment. Because they wore that cross and they thought nothing of it. It's not jewelry. It's not. I don't wear a cross as jewelry. I just look at it and I'm humbled by it. So, see, when you know Jesus, you know what he thinks about you. He said, are not five sparrows sold for two cents? Sparrows stand for that which is considered insignificant or of little value or very common. And yet Jesus said, not one of them is forgotten before God. Indeed. In other words, most certainly, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear. You are of more value <laughs> than many sparrows. Jesus is saying that we are very personal with God. And God is very personal with us. You know, people's lives are filled with many fears today. Internationally, world events, what's going to happen? Nationally, the economy, what's going to happen? The riots, the COVID virus, 
financially. Sometimes people lose jobs. Relationally, marriage breaks up, break up. Friends break up. Families break up. Sometimes personally we struggle with our own self-worth. Do we have any value? Do we really matter to anybody? Maybe life's always been like that. But here's the thing. Because Jesus is God, he has the power to sustain you. And because he's man, he can identify with you. See, when we worship Jesus, we're worshiping someone that knows what it is to be us. He walked in our shoes. He was tired. He was thirsty. He was hungry. He was rejected. He was betrayed. He was tortured. He was doubted. He was mocked. He was humiliated. He went through all the negative aspects of life as we go through some of those as well. And he stayed faithful. Oh, he stayed faithful to God and he stayed faithful to us. Think about that. The faithfulness of Christ went in two directions, toward God and toward us. You know, the hardships of Jesus began when he was born, born in a stable. Some say it was a cave. Wow. He grew up in Nazareth, a very poor town. His father disappeared from the scriptures when Jesus was very young. He was the oldest of four brothers and at least two sisters. He had to be the man of the family. His family called him beside himself, maybe mad or carried away with too much enthusiasm. His brothers didn't even believe in him and who he was till after the resurrection. He was accused of serving the devil. Are you kidding me? He would do good things, and they said he was working by the power of the devil. Denied by a friend, betrayed by a team member. Crucified, though innocent. Let me ask you, do any of his circumstances resonate with you? Born obscurely, grew up in poverty, a single-parent home, big family, criticized for loving God, motives wrongly judged, denied, betrayed, hurt by others. Sound familiar? How much of our lives are like the life of Jesus? How much, is, how much was the life of Jesus like our life? He wants you to know something today. Do not fear. You are of more value than many sparrows. See, nothing hinders your value to God. Not your age, not your health, not your popularity, not your quality of life, not your failures, even your own view of yourself does not hinder how much God values you. He's before all things, and in him all things hold together. Jesus Christ sustains the world and everything in it. See, we can't even sustain ourselves we all have a limit, but Christ sustains us. Sometimes people say, and I know they're well-meaning when they say God won't give you more than you can handle. 
I like to change that. And I would like to say, God will give you more than you can handle. But his son is there to handle it for you. That's why we need to walk with Jesus. Doreen said, many of those things fit me like a glove. <laughs> I know what you're saying. It's comforting to know Christ understands. That's right. There's always some place we can go where they can identify with us. See, even as humans, we're very limited in how we can identify with each other and be sensitive to each other. But Christ, he has complete identification. Complete. Complete sensitivity to our situation. So if you think you have so far sustained yourself, you just haven't reached a limit. Because you will reach a limit one day. But that's okay. Because that's when Jesus steps in. Yes, God will give you more than you can carry. And that's why Christ will come alongside. And he'll carry it with you. He will. That's why we lean on him. That's okay. But don't wait till you get there. It's painful. Let him begin to sustain you right now. Look at your Christianity and start developing your relationship with God, not being this independent, staunch, staunch, strong person. But be the person that says, you know what? I need the Lord. I need Jesus to sustain me. I need him to carry me. Come on, you've seen the picture footprints, right? Two sets of prints walking across the sand. One day, there was only one set. The person says, Lord, how come when I needed you the most, you weren't there walking with me? Jesus says, there was only one set of footprints because I was the one doing the walking. And I was carrying you. Oh, how quickly we forget that the Lord is there for us. Didn't he say, come unto me? You that are weary and heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy. My load is light. And you will find rest for your souls. Rest. The Lord can give you rest. Why? So why be this independent person when you can be dependent on Christ? Isn't that better? I'd say so. Some guy says, oh, I don't need God. He's a, he's just, God is just a crutch. He's not my crutch. He's my stretcher. <laughs> he carries me. <laughs> he carries me completely. Are you kidding? He's my stretcher. Let him sustain you. If he's been sustaining you and you know it, great. If he hasn't, begin today. Today's the day, Lord. I'm done doing this on my own. I'm done. I see you now. You are God in the flesh. You are God and you've got the power. And you came in the flesh. And you know what it is to be me. He knows what it is to be you. I don't know. I find that pretty comforting. I really do. To know that Jesus Christ knows me. And he knows everything about me. 
And he knows things about me that I wouldn't even want to know about myself. And he's, he's still there. You know why? Because he's faithful. He's, I taught myself something today. He's faithful to God. And he's faithful to me. He's faithful to God. And he's faithful to us. See, that's a twofold mission. He's faithful to God. He loves God the Father. He's faithful to us. He loves us. You can't beat that. See, do you know Jesus Christ that way? That's the question. Don't tell me how to be successful. Don't tell me how to be happy. Don't tell me how to have all the things that I want. Don't tell me how to plan my day. Tell me about Jesus. I just want to know about him. I want to learn everything I can about Jesus. And you know what that's going to do? That's going to take care of everything else in my life. (laughs) It's going to take care of all that other stuff. I don't need all that baloney. I don't need those motivational speeches. I need to learn about Christ. I need to learn about the Son of God came in the flesh, died for my sins, loves me with an everlasting love, and draws me with loving kindness. That's what I need to learn. I need to know Him more than anything else in this life. And that's why we're here on the radio, because we want to talk about Jesus. And that's what we do at New Hope Christian Church. We talk about Jesus. You're not going to get a motivational speech on how to be better at something. Because when you learn about Christ, you'll be better at something. Whatever that something is, that's right, you will be better. So throw away the topics. Just give me Jesus, right? All I want is the Lord Jesus Christ. What's that song say? Just give me Jesus. You can have this whole world. Right? Just give me Jesus. The more you know him, the more you'll have him. The more you have him, the more you can walk with him. The more you walk with him, the more you'll find him carrying you when you can't carry yourself. Wow. I like today's message. I might listen to it again. (laughs) Thank you for coming along today. Find this on a podcast. At the Hope Club, it'll be up there this afternoon. Get a friend to listen. Share the good news of Jesus Jesus with somebody. Be a good friend. Tell them about New Hope Radio and the Hope Club podcast. That's it for today. Thanks for coming along. I will see you next time for more of New Hope Radio.